Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. All right, we figured it out. After some technical difficulties, Rule of Two, episode 55 is here. We're going to go right past that cold open because I got a special – well, I have Dennis Zen joining me in for Mark Fernandez. But Mark Fernandez is going to join us by phone to talk a little bit up top here. Rule of Two, episode 55 coming at you. Right. Yes. Well, we did it. We did it. I'm yeah. just going in. It's Rule okay. of Two, episode 55. I have Dennis Zen joining me for Mark Fernandez. But before Mark Fernandez goes on some Sith business, you're there, aren't you? Master, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, look, it's good to be on. Uh, I want to apologize to everybody that was in the other chat room. Um, I thought I got out almost up to 500 folks. Yep. And hopefully they'll join us over here. But um, – yeah, man, it's been quite quite the whirlwind uh, Star Wars weekend. It sure has. We got uh, we did do a special kind of rule of two breaking news collider video on Friday. Fernandez and myself talked about Obi Wan, the Mandalorian trailer. We were jazzed for this. We were excited. So, Dennis, the Mandalorian. Did you like the trailer? What did you think of it off the top? Oh, I loved the trailer. Yeah. It was everything that I was hoping it would be. They promised an old western and samurai feel to it. Yep. And that's what we got. And now we just got to wait till November 12th to see if they actually execute on that. But it's everything that we were kind of hoping, especially for some of us who are looking for more for a darker, yeah. more mature Star Wars. I think that's what we what we wanted. Loved yeah. And, and I said this to start this Mandalorian trailer, the flagship show of the Disney Plus with Stormtroopers heads on stakes. That to me was like, well, we're getting an adult kind of oriented uh, Star Wars show, the first live action. Fernandez, you felt the same way. You're giddy. You're excited. The Obi-Wan news got us most excited. But since I have you here and you're leaving soon, I want to get your thoughts, Fernandez, on Rise of Skywalker and the trailer that we saw today. What were your thoughts, my friend? Uh, oh, okay. boy, I knew so, it. Um, I knew it. Yeah, so look, look. <laughs> It all started um, on Friday, like you said, with this amazing news that we got, this incredible trailer that I can't get enough of with The Mandalorian. I posted on Twitter that I thought that was Hondo and Carbonite. Yeah. Some people were with me. Some people weren't with me. I think it looked a lot like Hondo. If you're a, Col- like if you're a Clone Wars uh, a fan, it- it's going to look like Hondo. It's it- going to look like Hondo to you, um, no matter what, you know, what, like, you know, I-, I also heard that maybe it's the character played... Uh, by Werner Herzog or 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 whatever, but needless to say, the guy getting his uh, sliced uh, in half by that you know circular door thing, 
Uh, like you said, the heads on the spikes, mm -hmm. a little blood on top of the helmet. I mean, this was everything that I could have wanted in a Mandalorian. But I do want to address one thing. Okay. Okay. Are you guys still with me? I do want to address one thing. We're with you. Um, on Friday, I, I, I said it was IG-88 and that it reminded me of Star Wars Galaxies and the awesome range mm -hmm. there is to beat IG-88 and, and all this stuff. And everybody, you know, is correcting me that it's IG-11. IG-11. So, is that confirmed, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I miss so, that, too. I know that the character, I know that the character in the show is called IG-11, and I know that the character in the show is called The Mandalorian. But let's be honest with each other, okay? That's Boba Fett, and that's IG-88. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, like, like, it's a proxy, okay? They're trying to invent new characters and new stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the equity, the mental equity in our mind about what it is that we're watching and why we can already relate to it and get excited about it is because of the bedrock of two amazing characters, two amazing bounty hunters, Boba Fett, and IG-88. So yes, yeah. they're called IG-11, and God knows who the, you know what the Mandalorian's name is going to be, but Come on. It's, it's Boba Fett and IG-88. You especially bring up Fernandez and Dennis. Let me get your take on this. That that image of like the door opening and the silhouette of the Mandalorian and IG-11, mm -hmm. those are, to, to quote you, Fernandez, silhouettes of IG-88 and Boba Fett. I mean if you were to just take that out of context and not know anything about the Mandalorian and you put it out there, you would say it's IG-88 and Boba Fett. But – details. Yeah. We get it. We get it. So are you mad that maybe Dennis or, or Ann Fernandez, I want to ask you both, would it have done something different if it was confirmed it was IG-88? Because Taika Waititi, I believe, mm -hmm. shared, or John Favreau shared on Instagram, um, you know, art that looked like IG-88, mm -hmm. and everybody went, IG-88's in The Mandalorian. So does it matter to you, Dennis? No, it doesn't matter, because originally, you remember, they were going to make a Boba Fett movie, a spin-off movie, one of the, st right. and that got Canceled. Got canceled. Um, uh, I think uh, who was supposed to work on that? I can't. James Mangle yeah, was yeah. going to do the Boba Fett movie. The great, the great James Mangle. Yeah, yeah. of uh, Logan and Logan uh, coming off of Logan yeah. before Bright. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's when some of the news was right around there. That's one that I'm going to miss. So that that, would, that that could be of cool, uh, very cool to see. Yeah. So they canceled that, and so they have this in in its place. So yeah, it is definitely those two characters, but you know. Reimagined in a sort of way, and actually reading some of the things they they're saying that IG Eleven in not just that we think he looks like IG Eighty Eight, or we think like in the story in the context of the Mandalorian, people in the show are going to think he's IG Eighty Eight. Oh, that's kind of it's going to be like a, a a thing, a thing. And then some people in the chat room are saying that Taika Waititi is playing IG Eleven. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Well, that gets me excited. Does that change anything for you, Fernandez? No, look. I'm excited no matter what. I'm yeah. excited about this show no matter what. Um, I think that the trailer speaks for itself. I think that the creative team around it speaks for itself. I'm excited about this show. Right. But, you know, we should all be intellectually honest with each other and say, yeah, this is Boba Fett in IG-88. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. It's like, you know, like yeah. it, it, which, which actually gives a little credence to the whole rumor uh, mill that was out there about George Lucas still having some financial considerations with his older, uh, you know, with his characters, and that's why Star Wars is veering away from them. I kind of took that as just internet nonsense, mm -hmm. but you know, seeing this makes me wonder. Hmm, maybe, maybe there's some truth to that. Well, I don't know. I, d I don't necessarily believe that one either because. That, that intellectual property that Lucas has on the Star Wars universe, not just characters, but they would have gotten rid of the Millennium Falcon a long time ago if that were the case. And the Millennium Falcon is front and center in all of this. So I'm still not buying it. I'm still thinking that they might have plans, at least for the IG-88 and Boba Fett names. They might have plans later on down the line for a streaming service, maybe a, a movie if they ever get there again. But that's just my take on it. I just I think it's hard though to to do that because uh, like Mark says they, if they're doing this instead of that, mm -hmm. what are they? Gonna, what's going to be different about a Boba Fett movie right. with IG eighty eight? They're yeah. doing it with this already, so there's nothing that different. Well, and, I, and they'll probably copy the same tone and feel. I'm sure they borrowed a lot of stuff from just like they borrowed a lot of stuff from like Legends. They're just taking stuff in and. and 
moving around, changing around. So I don't know. I, I don't foresee that in the future, or yeah. at least near future. Well, well yeah. look. Sorry to sorry to cut you guys off. No, I'm go for it. Because I'm limited for time. The airlock is running out of air. I gotta get the hell out of here. <laughs> you gotta get out. Everything shuts down around me. Then I gotta have um, your thoughts at least a little bit on the rise of Skywalker here. Absolutely, that's what I'm gonna jump into. Okay. Um, so look. Friday and Saturday, or Friday night, you know, I should say, I was in a Star Wars high. Mm -hmm. I had like a three-hour conversation with Jeremy Johns where we were were just riffing and going back and forth about Mandalorian and Obi-Wan and and all the the speculation around that and all the excitement around that stuff. And then comes Saturday, uh, D23 starts off with, with, um, starts off with Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. There isn't a lot discussed from what I saw from afar, but they did release a poster, a poster that to me looked like a poster for the Clone Wars. Um, yeah, I see know, that. Like, it, it, it does look like it, at least the animation, the way it, it's the Emperor hanging out in the background that I thought looks the most cartoonish. But then some, did you see this? Somebody changed it to look like the Revenge of the Jedi poster the original mm. one sheet before lucas changed it like the pixelated kind of dots that kind of form yeah. an image so i liked that version um of it but uh real quick uh fernando well, it can be the final poster it can't be the final no, poster. No, no. star wars has a legacy of doing posters by that gentleman i forget his name he did indiana jones drew struzan yeah drew, drew struzan this and this was yeah, being this was handed out at d23 so I believe that that was a special thing for everybody in attendance. Yeah, yeah, just like just like at um, at celebration, we all got that poster that was really cool looking of uh, Ray with the lightsaber. Yeah, and it was Luke and and, and, Re- and uh, you know, Kylo Ren. Great, yeah, great poster. Yeah, um, you know, so 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 okay, so they tell us that you know this trailer's coming in on Monday. Great, Monday morning, you know, comes around. Of course. Uh, I'm there at the crack of dawn to watch this thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it opens up very similar to the Revenge of the Sith uh, teaser trailer, right? Um, where you get all of that old school, um, you know, Star Wars sort of lead up, the end of a saga. Every beginning has an end. And I call it the the legacy trailer. Mm-hmm. It's giving you everything that came before to set you up for this. Yeah, you know, and then and then you get uh, the actual footage. Uh, from um, Rise of Skywalker. And yes, I was happy to see lightsabers clashing. Um, yes, I was happy to see Dark Side Ray, even though I'm so friggin' confused about what the hell's going on in this movie. It, 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 doesn't, Good. it doesn't make me, it doesn't, it doesn't connect me to The Last Jedi. It doesn't connect me, connect me a lot more with The Force Awakens than The Last Jedi. It feels like everything we thought. Uh, when we were riffing Dennis and we were mm-hmm. riffing Riley about what the Last Jedi could be like, feels like what I'm seeing in this current trailer. Mm. Um, so, look, at the end of the day, I'm, 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 I am glad that J.J. Abrams is back in the helm because there's some visual um, uh, uh, elements that J.J. brings to the table that I think are just, uh, you know, astonishing Ray, uh, uh, Kylo walking towards the camera and his lightsaber igniting, the speed that it ignites, you know, the kind of, you know, uh, you know, he, he just he adds a lot of visual and sound texture to things that are very, very cinematic and very epic. And, I, and I'm glad that he's back for those kinds of things. Right. But my God, does this movie have a lot of explaining to do? Well, we've been saying that from the start. There's a, a lot of ground to cover, at least with some of the, the loose ends, right, Dennis? It's like we, we – Fernandez and I have been talking. We want to know a little bit about what's Snoke. Why was Snoke there? Why was Snoke cut in half by, by Kylo yeah. Ren to usurp his power? And how does that come in with the Emperor? But I want to circle back, Fernandez, because it sounds like you're confused because you see For- Force Awakens – but you're not really referencing The Last Jedi, so it doesn't feel very uh, cohesive for you to go from Last Jedi to this Rise of Skywalker look. Is that is that what I'm getting from you? Yeah, um, I'm not I'm not seeing um, a lot of the connective tissues uh, with The Last Jedi in the trailer. I mean, again, I you know we get it, Luke. You taught Ray a thousand years worth of Jedi knowledge in three days or whatever, three hours, however long Ray was there. She has the thousand years of knowledge inside of her. Like, 
you know, they keep repeating that one kind of VO thing, which is, which is, you know, you know, which is kind of maybe like a band aid for the fact that we've never seen Ray really train in the ways of the force. We do get a little bit of a tease of her, which I thought was, again, another great visual scene of Ray training in the, in the woods. Like uh, those little balls are there. Those little like uh, training droids are there. And she throws the saber and it cuts the tree in half. Mm-hmm. And she catches it again. You know, maybe that catch of the saber was the only kind of last Jedi-esque move that we saw, right? Reminiscent of her catching um, the saber. Um, uh, you know, was was she did she catch the saber when she killed when when they killed Snoke? I think didn't she, she throw? Did, right? Yeah, she caught it. Yeah, she caught it. Yeah, Kylo yeah, Ren used the so Ford. Very... Yeah, and she caught it. But look, I look all in all. Um, I'm very intrigued by the whole dark side. Um, oh God, the cops are coming after me now. Uh, hold on, I gotta run and hide here. Okay. Oh my God. I, I, you got the I'm you got the galaxy intrigued. police after you. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I'm very very intrigued by dark side Ray. I don't have a lot of theories about what it is because there's no setup for it, right? Like the setup was there and uh, was there for episode eight, where she hears the dark side calling her. I've heard some great theories from Riley, from Dennis, that this is a moment in the cave where she's fighting a clone or mm-hmm. an yeah, image of look herself. Yeah, that, that's her. where I'm going. That that dark side Ray is a clone, and it was set up in Episode Eight when she goes into the cave and, and she sees all the different rays, and they snap. I, I, snap, I snap, actually, snap, I actually snap, hope snap. it's something like that versus a vision, vision, because yeah. everyone's like, oh, okay, it's gonna be a cop out. Uh, it's just gonna be a vision, and, and you, it's not really gonna exist. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, because it's like, because it's so just look, like, oh, okay. Well, then you can put anything in a vision. Right. I'm not a big fan of visions. I'm or not dream either. Sequences it's all general. a dream yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. I want the real thing, and if it's clone, and I think that's where they're going, and I think that has to do with Palpatine somehow mm-hmm. and the Sith troopers. I think he's been building clones. Fernandez, do you have to go? I want to make sure you're still here. Yeah, so look, I'm still here, but, like, there is one more thing I want to address, and somebody in the comments just said it perfect. Okay. And it's this whole, cre- it's this whole Creepio thing. So, yeah. so, C- so C-3PO couldn't sell enough toys when he had a <laughs> So now maybe he's going to sell more toys with red eyes. Um, the new Creepio. Creepio, first of all, whoever came up with Creepio is a freaking genius. I'm sure that's maybe out there already, but, like, what a, what a, what a funny name. Creepio. C-3PO with the, with the red eyes. Um, look, at the end of the day, it's exciting for there to be so much Star Wars stuff. For about 24 hours, we all felt united under the Star Wars banner. And then this, you know, episode nine thing kind of pinged, like, kind of poked me the wrong way again because it reminded me of the things that I'm not so happy about uh, with where the movie franchise is going. But one thing is for sure. The excitement is there, and we're all so pumped about all of this Star Wars stuff that's coming out. And uh, that's what gets me the most excited, and, you know, I can't wait. I can't wait for the next few months to un- to unfold so that we can keep talking. I can collect my thoughts on the trailer a little bit more. Maybe we're going to get a real trailer at some point soon, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe in Monday Night Football, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, um, I'm... I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Whether or not I'm not loving some of the things I've seen in Rise of Skywalker, I do love, um, you know, Dark Ray only because I want to see more of that, you know, Sithness inside the franchise. But, uh, I mean, look, man, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Well, I like it. You turn positive on that, so I'll allow it. That's good. Because <laughs> um, I'm excited about it. Obviously, you know me. I like I love the sequel trilogy so far. I'm, I'm enjoying all of it, and I'm glad to hear, Fernandez, that you are open to this. You, we talk about this all the time on Rule of Two. Dennis, get your thoughts on this. We want to love it. We want the fans mm-hmm. to unite behind it, where this we, – and we're hoping that this is the movie that comes out. won't happen, but this is the movie that comes out, and we're all – Kind of together on it, like that. Universally, we're like, yeah, okay. Well, it, it's definitely. It, I'm pretty sure it's going to be less divisive than the Last Jedi. I, I think so. Just because I know JJ has heard the criticisms, and then now he's going to kind of, you know, with, with Mark saying, yeah, I didn't have many ties to Last Jedi. JJ is going to retcon a bunch of stuff. See, I don't from, think he will. I think he is. He's I think. Gonna ret- I think he'll just kind of focus on elements of Star Wars that 
will get us excited. Okay, like for example, Palpatine. Was he ever in the original plan? This is the thing I complain the most. Right. Like I'm a person who quite enjoyed The Force Awakens, and I like Last Jedi not as much as The Force Awakens. Sure. But the one thing that I always harp on is the fact that they never really prepared this story or this trilogy whatsoever. They were like, okay, let's just do the first movie and get to the second one, and we'll hand it off to someone else, and then they'll do it. It's like, this is not a baton passing. Like, do the trilogy. You should know what the story is from point A to point B, and then fill it in. Instead, they were like, okay, well, we're going to do this and that. And so that's why with this third one, I think J.J. is going to retcon a bunch of stuff that he had nothing to do with. And for for good or bad or whatever, and like Palpatine, I don't know when when did that come into play? Like when when did Palpatine? It, yeah, like, at at celebrations, Kathleen Kennedy and JJ said that they had always wanted to include the Emperor, and that they were just waiting for the right moment, and that that moment came mm-hmm. in Rise of Skywalker. I don't know how they're going to do this. That's a big question mark. Mm-hmm. And I think something when Fernando says there's a lot of explaining to do. And I bring up Snoke because that was how we started with this. It was mm-hmm. Snoke. Oh, he's the new emperor or he's the new baddie. So what? What? how is he tied in there? Mm-hmm. And now that the emperor is there, we got a lot of people that were like, oh, my God, The Last Jedi sucked. So the retconning and they're bringing back the emperor and you know, creatively bankrupt and all these different things. I argue this. The emperor is the one thing that mm-hmm. unites the entire saga. He was the puppet yeah. master mm-hmm. in the prequels. He was then the big baddie, one of the big baddies, holding Vader's leash mm-hmm. in the trilogy, the original trilogy. Now he's back to wrap up the saga. There's something there, and there's some more stuff. There's some more theories out there about the Emperor and how he could be there. Kind of a, a version of it is we have Force Ghosts with Obi-Wan, and Luke is going to be a Force Ghost and all this kind of stuff. The dark side might be haunting a certain area, i.e. the Death Star wreckage, and that's how he's been able to do this. That's just a theory right now. Fernandez, I don't know if you want to uh, jump in on that one. What are, what are your thoughts on how yeah. Palpatine can come look, back? Look, I, um, I, I will come back in the studio next week when, once we've had a week to really sit on this stuff. And we can go, we can riff, we can go deep into some of these things. Yeah. But I, you know... Um, I keep hearing like that there's like these hidden messages in the trailer and in the voices and all this stuff. But all I hear in my head is the voice of Kathleen Kennedy saying, wipe them out. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and uh, but look, I am. Um, I'm excited about this whole thing. It's friggin' Star Wars. Um, we got so much Star Wars announcements in the last 72 hours. I, 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 I can't wait. To see how some of these things, you know, some of these things play out, and I can't wait to get back in the studio with you, Riley, and go uh, deep into uh, some Rule of Two stuff uh, yeah. next week. Did, yeah. you, did you guys hear the Darth Vader breathing uh, right that, there? That, that's with right. So that's like yeah. a hint yeah. of okay, is this the new apprentice for the Palpatine? Well, look, that's what I'm thinking. That's what but, I'm wondering. But this to be clone. fair, but. But to be fair, I think there's been Darth Vader breathing in every single trailer that we've had yeah. since, like, 1999, you know? so Could be. Um, could be just so, something look, for the marketing. Could be something to just get people who have mm-hmm. Star Wars podcasts to talk about. Yeah. Total misdirect, yeah. but just kind of doing something to have fun and to get everybody excited, which I think it, you know— it essentially worked for me. I got mm-hmm. very excited. And Fernandez, I see you are you're you're on you're, you're there. You're excited, and as you said, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. It's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. We also look. Let's not forget the hidden uh, gem in all of this is that we got some new uh, news about uh, Vader Immortal Episode Two. Um, they're going to start introducing Force powers into the game, which right. I cannot wait. Um, they're expanding this amazing story that we got in episode one uh, with the Black Bishop and, and, um, and you know, all of these cool little things that we learned in episode one. But the dojo is getting an upgrade. We're getting force powers in the dojo and the ability to throw your saber and catch it. You know, something yeah. that we saw in the trailer, they're going to be adding that to the game. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. But yeah, man, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Unfortunately, I got to head out because I'm already going to be late to my next um, uh, thing. Okay. Well, good luck on your Sith business, and I can't wait for you to return so we can, uh, you know, go order some Big Macs and get into it. 
right. Sounds good. All right. Dennis, keep the seat warm for me, brother. All right. Thanks. Thanks for Thank you. That was Mark Fernandez and or Mark Sidious joining us here for a little bit. Dennis, I'm glad you're here, man. Thank you for filling in. No, I love talking Star Wars. I know, man. We don't get enough of it from you. And so here we are now after one of the biggest weekends for Star Wars news this year because it's been kind of quiet out there. So kind of I wanted to ask you just a random question off the Mm -hmm. top. Sure. What are you more excited about, Mandalorian or Rise of Skywalker? The Mandalorian. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just because I love this though. This is a, this, this this is a good thing. So tell me why. Because it's something different that we haven't seen before. I mean, as much as I, I, I do really like the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, those are things that are familiar, right, to what we've seen before. Right. It has that same feel or, or whatnot. Where the Mandalorian is something different. I talked about this. Uh, in random side side note, but I talked about finishing the boys on Amazon, right? Right, right. and I called it the anti MCU, and, really and not as a, a criticism of the MCU because I love the MCU. Sure, it's that it's it's the opposite of that. It's not uh, you know this kind of super big big budgeted uh, universe where you know it's it's for the masses. The boys is is not. Four, four people like that. Right, right. So in order for genres to keep surviving or franchises to keep surviving, they have to keep reinventing themselves and doing th- different things. And even the MCU to a certain extent, they don't go super far. They sure. they kind of veer into, okay, well, let's make this one a heist film. Let's make this a little supernatural. Make right. this one a little horror. Play with genres a little yes. bit. Yes. In Star Wars, we really haven't seen that, right? Right. We, Star Wars, I mean, obviously the, the original trilogy and, and the the – the prequel trilogy, and then now we have the sequel trilogy. They are different, right? But they all still try and be the same thing. Where I remember the first time, you know, playing the Knights of the Old Republic and getting this very more, much more mature yeah. Star Wars story in there was like a revelation and seeing where Star Wars could go beyond what we know. Mm-hmm. And I think the Mandalorian. Is that versus Rise of Skywalker? I think it. You know, I have high hopes for it. I think it looks good. I was excited from from the footage that we saw. Right. I just don't know if it's going to be anything different than what we have seen before. That's it, fair. It'll be exciting and fun, and then it'll be. But it, the Mandalorian is going to be something I think new. Yeah, and I think that's. I, I I've heard that a lot, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are saying that, and that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's Star Wars is now branching out. We're getting the streaming services. We're getting Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi. The series now, finally, and Mandalorian is kicking it off. It looks like a Western. I mean, yes. there are shots straight out of a Western, oh, yeah. and I love that about it. And to switch over to Rise of Skywalker, that's what I'm excited about okay. more than The Mandalorian. I just – I've always been the movie guy, and I love what they're doing with the new sequel trilogy, and I love that we're getting whatever this Dark Ray is, mm-hmm. whether she's a clone, whether it's a vision – Creepio having the red eyes doing that thing in a few shots, you know, that just it just looks good. And I am totally on board with the Emperor because of what I said. It unites the song. I'm not against the Emperor. No, I'm and just I wondering, it, you know, when in the process did, did, did he did they come go, in? Yeah. And also what the tie to Snoke is and you know, like why you that's, know that's the kind of stuff that needs to be explained in the third one. Or they're and just, that's or they're I'm just with gonna you. gloss over it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'm with you, and that's what I want too. I need to know what and I really want this. Who the hell was Snoke? Mm-hmm. Why? Why is? Why was Snoke this thing, yeah. and then killed off so easily? Which I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great move. It was a great power move by Kylo Ren to become supreme leader. Now, if we get a little bit of explanation of what Snoke was, and it ties into the Emperor, whether it's hey, he was my pawn, hey, I possessed him. There's a theory going out here right now, and so let's start there. I want to get your thoughts mm-hmm. on this, Dennis. One of the theories of the Emperor is that he's basically haunting the Death Star, and that his presence is somewhat tied to the helmet of Darth Vader. Is that crazy? Does that make you go, like me with time travel in Episode Nine? if that were to happen? There was this crazy theory that they're going to use time travel, grab Rey, make her Shmi Skywalker. I keep bringing this up. It's, it's hysterical. Yeah. Make her Shmi Skywalker and then send her back in the past using the world between worlds. But then Dave Filoni said that it doesn't act as time travel. So thank God we're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. But – my point is, there are some weird, weird theories oh, out yeah. there. There are always weird, weird theories. And I'm wondering if this theory that Palpatine can haunt things, is that the version of the Sith Force Ghost? 
that he haunts certain items. And because Kylo Ren has the item of Darth Vader's helmet, somehow the Emperor could be there. Your thoughts on that? God, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Sorry. Know. No. No. Yeah. I, for me, like Palpatine coming back, he needs to be more than just a Force ghost or whatever the Sith version of that is. Yeah. He needs to be a physical manifestation, whether he's been cloning himself like he was in the, the Dark Empire uh, books and comic books. That's, yeah. Or he, he, he finds a way to revive himself like they, uh, they talked about Darth Plagueis. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to do – like, and, you know, some of these theories about, like, even, like, uh, Ray being a clone of Luke or something. It's like, it, you know, I, clone means something. And it doesn't right. mean, like, a different version. A clone supposed to be – like, because I remember – A in, copy in, of the person yes, they're cloning. Yes, in, in The for, Force Awakens, I remember people were like, Kylo Ren's a clone of Luke Skywalker. I'm like, really? He's, like, way taller than him. It yeah. looks totally different. It's not a clone, <laughs> right? Right, right. Clone's supposed to be, you know, look – and, then, you know, there's been stories about failed clones, mm-hmm. and the, but they've, like, looked and are almost like the other person, but little things are different and change. Sure. But I don't understand why, like, a, a clone would be – Different gender, different heights, different – you know what I mean? Like well, it, that doesn't make th- any sense. This is what's interesting is that we did talk about this uh, this morning on Collider Live. And in Collider Live, uh, Christian Harloff, you know, uh, host of Jedi Council, did do a lot of the reading when mm-hmm. all the canon material came back. And so what was in the Aftermath books was learned there was a Sith temple on Jakku tied to the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So we brought that up. That's interesting. Put a pin on that. Then we have the uh, false – or it was going to open like this. Force Awakens was going to open with Luke's hand holding the lightsaber floating in space. Mm-hmm. And then J.J. got rid of that. But that's still on the table. So um, so what we were talking about at Collider Live is that Palpatine has essentially been trying to make the ultimate force user mm-hmm. to manipulate, possess. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you on the – I love Dark Empire and I think there's going to be a cherry-picked version mm-hmm. of something, whether – Clones of the Emperor, and he gets and he jumps in there. I don't know if they're going to do that or not, but your thoughts on that crazy theory that could Palpatine all this time Mm -hmm. have been trying to build the perfect force? I like that one. Okay, and that's one of them is is Ray with the double lightsaber. uh But that would also explain what Christian's saying. I like this idea, is that that's a reason why Ray is so powerful right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Is that she's been. Modified, like they created like a Jango genetic, Fett. like yeah. a genetic version, a uh, genetic hi- version. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's this great Twitter account. We did a whole show on it. Mm-hmm. This this Luke's hand Twitter, Twitter thing where they pulled images mm-hmm. from the movies of like, look, it's her hand here, and it like they're tipping their cat cap at the fact that Ray is a clone of Luke's hand. Now, I don't know if it's completely. Then yeah. why wouldn't she look like Luke? Yeah. Like I just, I think I have a problem with the. Terminology clone when it's like that. However, if they wanted to say that they took DNA from Luke's hand and DNA, let's say from, from Anakin, Anakin mm-hmm. and like they form Darth maybe, Maul, Darth Maul, and even maybe the Emperor himself took some DNA from himself and merged together and d- created did, Ray. A, yes, a genetically modified super force user in yeah. Ray. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's cool. I just. I guess the term clone to me is not – that doesn't really make sense. Right, and, and I get what you're saying. And this – this, I've seen a lot of reactions on Twitter and I've seen people talking here in the chat as well that that could get a little too sci-fi-y. I don't know. Guess what? Star Wars has been built around clones. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope said back in the Clone Wars. Yeah. So we went, clones? Then we saw it in the prequels. They created Jango Fett. They took Jango Fett and they created their clone, ar- clone army. And Boba Fett is a clone. He's, just Boba a, Fett's he's a not clone. really his son. He's his son, right? Exactly. Yeah. Son. Yeah. Exactly. So there's been precedent about this. I'm wondering if we could see it. And I think it's kind of cool to think – that the Emperor put all these different, like, things in a Petri dish. Yeah. Anakin Skywalker, I, I, Darth Maul, Luke Skywalker, all these things. I'm all cre- for that. That sounds cool to me. Yes. And then there are people out there that – and I get this. Ray having the identity of I want my parents. Mm-hmm. I want to find out who they are. I got to go back to Jakku. I got to go back to Jakku. No, that's your past. Don't worry about it. Look forward, says Maz Kanata, right? All mm-hmm. these things. Everybody's like, what – isn't it great that Ray? It doesn't have to be connected to anybody because that means in all of us. We're all Ray. We all have the power in us to do wonderful things. So I get the idea of you don't want to take take away that kind of character arc. Mm -hmm. But what would it do if you found out you were actually a clone? 
that yeah. you don't have parents. That all this time something was put in you that you're like, no, you thought you had parents. Those filthy junk traders that Kylo Ren said in The Last Jedi was in fact the truth. Mm-hmm. But you were handed off. You were a clone handed to these filthy junk traders, and that's the world you lived in. That's some more deep shit that I think somebody – if you realize you're a clone, you're like, well, wait a minute. Now you're having a whole different kind of existential oh, yeah. extreme uh, thing happen. I don't know if it's going to go there, but I like that idea. Everybody in the chat, start throwing in your uh, your own theories, and we will open the phone line soon. But – Getting back to this, your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting avenue per, to pursue. I've been, you know, on a side note that's related, I've been watching a lot of these like documentaries on. Have you seen Three Identical Strangers? Yes, Holy and like shit. Uh, there's one called Twinsters. Mm-hmm. I just saw something on CNN where it was like these two twins got switched at birth. Like you're onto something. So Dennis. like keep going. So no, but I'm, I'm just thinking psychologically how that would make Ray feel to find out there is she's. Not alone, but at the same time, she was produced for this one purpose. And maybe whether she was handed off or got lost or stolen, right? you know, as a child mm-hmm. and got, somehow was not sent into this, like, the dark ways of the force right. that we get to see in this, this uh, hopefully not a vision. It's going to suck when, when we watch the movie. It's going to be a vision. We're like, <sighs> uh, I know. I hope it's not um, a vision. But you said something and I'm hovering around twins yeah. because there's an echo for yeah. you in Star Wars, right? Yeah. You had the twins, Luke and Leia. You had to hide them. You had to make sure that they get away from everything. And, and I see a lot of you in the chat. Yep. Uh, it's all about the execution. This sounds weird. You know, mm-hmm. this absolutely sounds weird. And as Harloff mentioned on, the, on Collider Live, which I agree with and we talked about for a while, it really is all about the execution. But this idea of twins, what if that dark ray is a twin of her or mm-hmm. two clones? One light, one dark, and they have to fight for a minute. And that, who knows? I mean, I, I could see, I could see that happening. How does it have to do with Kylo Ren, though? I mean, there's a lot that I'm still surprised about because when she pulls out that Swiss Army knife of a, of a lightsaber, I lost my mind. I don't know what it did for you, <laughs> just in the fandom. <laughs> it looked great. Uh, people were joking that it was the Samsung foldable phone. Yeah, I saw <laughs> she, that. Like, folded it out. Yeah. Um, also, there people were talking about the Sith eyes. I looked at it. I, I didn't really see Sith eyes. I didn't see them either. The, the yellow eyes. She uh, looks pale. She yes, looks she definitely skinny. looks pale. She looks. She looks like it, it. It fits more as a clone for me. Yeah. Rather than a vision, because there's something about her appearance that makes me actually think of that Dark Empire um, comic mm-hmm. book. Because when the Emperor comes out of the cloning chambers. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty withered. He looks pretty weird, and I'm wondering if they're going to go down that 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 road. But there's something about the twin thing that mm-hmm. you said, Dennis, where I went, wait a minute, that's an echo. Mm-hmm. We could, I could actually see that happening, but we will see. So I do want to open the phone lines right now because we did get a late start. We're going to try to take a couple of them before we close out the day. Uh, the Cape sent us a super chat. Ray is Homelander. I love it. <laughs> I just uh, got through a bunch of the boys. So how I'm, far? Can, how far are you? I'm about uh, I would say five episodes in. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so wait, good. Wait, yeah, wait till you finish. It's it. so great. And then I of course binged Mindhunter. So, but that's not Star that Wars one. Talk. I'm where I'm doing that right now. Yeah, yeah Mindhunter is fantastic. All right, so we will open those phone lines up if you guys want to let me know with that lightsaber sound. We can take your calls. But right now, I'll go into the chat. Oh, hey, look at that. That is uh, not. Not the lightsabers. No. Yeah. But we're on Collider Live now. Who do we got? <laughs> oh, my God. That was hysterical. If, uh, so Joshua Gonzalez. Oh, hey, we do have a caller. Wait a minute. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'll take it, though. No, it's all good. What's your name? And you're on Rula 2. What, uh, where are you from? And what's your question? Awesome. Well, hey, guys. My name is Braden. I'm calling hey, Braden. from Phoenix, Arizona. All right. Representing Phoenix. So, uh, Braden, what's your, yeah. uh, what's your question for the day? Well, you know, me and my brother have been speculating theories all day, all the way long day. Um, a couple of mine that have been jumping off, like obviously the twin sisters thing, because you know it's like you said, it's reflections, like mm-hmm. or it's um, the echoes. Before. Yeah, the echoes. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of all the possibilities that maybe Palpatine had split them up at birth, because we see in the teaser trailer. Um, you know, in Ray's Force Vision, we see the ship that's leaving Jakku. Like yeah. we see that little Ray who's left in the desert with um, Unkar Plot, mm-hmm. and we see a ship that looks like the ship in the teaser trailer that we got back in Celebration. 
So I'm thinking maybe that's the second location that he drops off the, I guess, evil Ray. Mm-hmm. Could be. <laughs> yeah, Ray that's not bad. A, I don't know. Um, I like that idea. I it's uh, it's not terrible. I don't know. I don't like to think your, more of your thoughts on that one. On uh, if they were like twins separated. Like one, twins or yeah, clones. Twins, twins. So maybe let's say they're clones and they were separated and Ray was put on Jakku mm-hmm. and this one – here's where I think she is. She's been with the emperor somewhere being guarded by mm-hmm. Sith troopers and they finally are able to get there and that's – I believe that Ray is going to walk in there with Poe and Finn and Chewie like we saw in the trailer. They're going to get to the Death Star and she's going to be there and that scene of her igniting the lightsaber is actually her guarding the emperor. And maybe that's it. I don't know. That's just my head cannon going off uh, off the rails. Yeah, I'm just also wondering though is like, as far as experiment goes, yeah. Why would Palpatine drop off one right on Jakku? Why? You know? Why indeed? That's the big question, and I think that's what the movie is for. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I don't have the speculation capabilities. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if it was. If we get rid of the vision part, because Dennis, you and I are agreed, we don't like the vision idea. No. I like the clone idea. So maybe it's, uh, you know, he wanted to, I don't know, maybe Luke got a, maybe Luke knew something, maybe Leia knew something, and they were the ones that found it and took Ray and put her somewhere. But that is a good question. And it, there are echoes to this. So we'll see what, uh, what the idea might be. But thank you for the call. I, we got another one in here. Hey, you're on hey. Rule of Two. Who do we got? Woohoo! My name is Jason. Hey, Jason. And what's your uh, what is your question? I'm calling because I just want to theorize about who Ray is in this whole wacky world and yeah. what the Emperor is doing. We were we were just so. talking about it. Yeah, we're, we're so Dennis and I are kind of on the clone uh, bandwagon yeah, the here. Clone twin bandwagon. Clone twin bandwagon. Where are you standing on this? Do you think that's a vision? Do you think uh, Darth Ray is a clone? Do you think it's Ray herself falling to the dark side? What do you What do you think? I believe that that is a clone. Another clone. I think the vision from the cave is true. Yep. In the Last Jedi. Yep. That that's all a string of clones of Rey, and she does meet her mother on the other end, which is a mirror vision, not a petri dish. Oh, that it is okay. That 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 Palpatine has been cloning Shmi. No, oh, you're going the Shmi route. Okay. No, no, no. But only because Shmi no, but was cloning Shmi, of putting a Force baby into right. So he's trying to find a vessel capable of putting a Force baby into for him to inhabit again. Okay, I like that. He clones Shmi, yeah. and he's and then so basically, Ray is is being birthed from a clone of Shmi. Ray is Shmi. Ray is. He Shmi. wants to put a Force baby in her for okay. him, to, his spirit to inhabit. Never when. Okay, I like the clone element because we're getting rid of the uh, the world within worlds. I still don't like. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I still, I still, I still don't he, like the idea of Shmi coming in this. You know, I I, I don't know what it is, no. but. It's all the execution. It really is. So right. I get right. it. I get it. Dennis, what, what are your thoughts on that? My thoughts is perhaps, you know, they had the clone army before, right? They're like, let's yeah. find the best fighter that we can right. with Jango Fett and let's, let's make let's clone, clone him, him yep. and he'll be badass. Maybe Palpatine thought, you know what's better than a clone of badass fighters mm-hmm. is a clone of badass Force users. Right. And then once right. he genetically developed this super force user. Sure. So not it won't be like, ooh, there's like one ray, two rays, whatever, five rays. Like what if he had like an army of ray, of ray. Clo- ray clones? Oh, my God. We're getting it. That would be an echo to the attack of the clones. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's I, – I think it's something along the lines mm-hmm. of the emperor – just knew that he was able to start cloning. He was he's been doing experiments, mm-hmm. and it's somehow tied to the outer rim or the unknown region where maybe Snoke came from. He's been doing some stuff because we saw in Battlefront Two the Emperor had a contingency plan. It all went into effect after the end of Return of the Jedi, and he might have started to you know meddle around with mm-hmm. uh, you know cloning and. We get this, but it's a great question. It's a great idea. Thank you for the call. I do want to address this super chat that came in mm-hmm. because I did notice it, but after a few views of this, if you notice the shot of the starships, they are all imperial, 
and not new order ships. Dennis, did you, that was Sphinx Productions. Thank you for uh, sending that in. Did you see all the, that great shot? Yes. I love the way it looks, but I noticed we got B-wings, mm-hmm. Y-wings, A-wings, mm-hmm. and X-wings all coming out of hyperspace, and it looks like they're getting ready to take on this armada of Star Destroyers that all look like their empire. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of that? Do you think that's what I- it is? I think so. I think that's Palpatine's army that yep. he's been amassing somewhere. This is the contingency plan he sent. In the unknown he, regions, he's had the Empire yeah. waiting. And They've building. been waiting for this moment. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for that super chat. We got another one here. Robbie Peppers Jr., if you look at Dark Ray's hand, she has Snoke's ring. Hmm. I did not notice that. That is very interesting. Um, what are your thoughts on that? So that would connect it to Snoke. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that would be pretty cool, but they've got to tie it in and make it believable why, yeah. why she has it. Uh, because – and also, like I said, is that a clone or is it the Ray that we know? Is right. it the Ray we know that for some reason after they killed Snoke, she <laughs> picked it up? Who knows? Yeah. It really? Or is it something that, that uh, Palpatine, if he has a connection to Snoke, gives out to whatever? Right. Remains to be seen. Yeah. We got another caller in on Rula 2. How are you? What's your name? And what do you got? Hey, how you doing? My name is uh, Calvin Shoemaker. Hey, Calvin. How uh, are you? Hey, I'm all right. Uh, that damn that damn lightsaber was awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry, I watched, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> lightsaber, man, I've seen that. I watched that trailer this morning. Well, actually, when I got home from work, yeah. I watched that trailer, and I was, I was it, it killed me. It killed me. It was that great. was the one. Anyway, uh. But what? But what I was going to ask you, I was, I was like, man, what? What's up with Darth Bane, man? They're going to put some Darth Bane in this stuff. Oh well, yeah. What, what are we going to get? Yeah, you Darth Bane. I mean? Sorry. Are you t- are you talking about this theory we're having here? Mm-hmm. We're we're going down this rabbit hole pretty hard. But this idea that uh, Ray was cloned by powerful, powerful Force users. Would you want Darth Bane in the mix? Uh. I don't, I don't, I don't like the clone theory. Okay. I don't, I don't, I haven't been listening to you guys today. I, I kind of woke up and I was just seeing what's going on, and uh, and I have to catch the show. But uh, I don't know what y'all talked about. Right. But I don't, I don't like, I don't like this clone theory mm-hmm. okay. of Ray. I think, I think that that is just a vision mm-hmm. of what could happen. Yeah. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Dennis. I like. Yeah. Yeah, we brought that up, Dennis. You're say again because you're you're with me. We yes. don't like the vision idea because it's kind of like Not, that bad yeah. dream. Well, but, especially if they're going to show it in the trailer, right? It's a misdirection. It's a, which, yeah. for marketing purposes. It's like one of those things that gets you super excited mm-hmm. and then ends up. Not happening. Like, it happens all the time in a lot of movies, other franchises as well, where there's a really cool visual, but it was like a dream sequence, and they just show it to you, and you think a lot of cool things, and then when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, and a lot of people are comparing it, and uh, let me ask you this. The Empire Strikes Back, Luke goes in, and he basically fights Vader, Mm -hmm. but then we realize that he was fighting himself, and I thought it was always a metaphor for, you know, you're going to fall to the dark side if you don't follow the Jedi path and do it, and it's like evil is in you, Luke, Mm -hmm. you're looking in a mirror, all that kind of stuff. Would you consider that moment in the cave on Dagobah a vision Luke had? Yes. Me too. Okay, so Ray could have the same thing. Yeah. And that, again, the execution. If she's having a vision of herself falling into the dark side and she fights him off, whether, mm-hmm. whether she returns to Octu and goes back at that cave and that's where it happens, who knows? But I think there's a lot of fun happening with the fans. When you saw that lightsaber, you lost your mind like I did too. Did we lose the caller? I think we did, but thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Garrett Higgins writes us on a super chat. Dark Ray is a vision that, cause, that causes Kylo's sacrifice. I do like that. There are a lot of people talking about what Kylo Ren and how he's going to be here and whether whether or not that clone of Rey, that dark side clone, might have Kylo Ren having to come back and be redeemed through that clone. You're on Collider – or not Collider Live. You're on (laughs) Rule of Two. Who do we got? Travis. Hey, Travis. What's your question today? Uh, They keep calling uh, Rey a clone. Yeah. I would compare it more to – Zepetar from G.I. Joe, where they use all the DNA to make the you know perfect leader of Cobra. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's a yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. where they they comb. That's actually one of my favorites. Where they they comb the world 
finding all the the great leaders of the past yeah. and took the DNA and yeah. formed together. Yeah, hey, that'd again, be great. Why not? I mean, that's yeah. kind of where we were going. Uh, that's where we we talked about it on Collider Live. I brought it up to Dennis here, and that's the idea that he was using Luke's DNA, yeah. Anakin's DNA, maybe the Emperor, and he created the super. Yeah. Ray. I, I'm down so, for I'm down for the Serpentor uh, theory. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. It was Serpentor. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. It, yeah, that's. What, I mean, I hate the word clone because clone. You think of like you know exact copy. The clone. You know they're all exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But like taking the DA and actually making. You know, yeah. I like that theory better. Yeah. Me too. I do too. So thank you for that call. We're going to end it on just a couple of these super chats that, that will take us out. We don't need to take calls anymore because you guys have been throwing in some good questions here in the chat. Uh, Ray, So Matthew Hicks writes, Ray 2 is the emperor's hand that was used to make a new, uh, a new with armor and with troopers and also the emperor's hand clone. I think the emperor's hand is interesting because Mara Jade was known as the emperor's hand in the sequel trilogy books by uh, Timothy Zahn. So – what have we seen that Lucasfilm has done? They have cherry picked off of their legend stuff mm-hmm. and kind of re kind of purposed it for these movies. So maybe ooh, that's weird. Yeah, that sounded mm-hmm. weird. Um, so maybe that is a Mara Jade, but in the guise of Ray and all this stuff we were talking about. Thank you, Matthew Hicks, for that. I have another one from Jason Soto. How disappointed would you be if it was just a vision? Again, Dennis and I, it, yeah. it, we'd be disappointed, but maybe the execution. And it's a vision, and we go, wait a minute, that was really cool and poetic and, mm-hmm. and, and enhanced the mythology. It is the execution. So I'm not going to say that, like, if she's a vision, that I would be bummed. I'm just saying that as a sci-fi guy and a Star Wars guy, I like the idea of a clone. I would say, though, the money is on the vision. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I put a poll on my uh, Twitter. Oh, you did? At, yeah. yeah. Asking what people thought, uh, whether they thought it was actually Ray turning evil, a clone, or a vision. Most people picked Vision because yeah. it's the most likely answer because mm-hmm. it's like they're not really spoiling anything because you're just seeing something that is in a dream sequence. Sure. So. I get it. And we're going to uh, we're gonna end the show with this. Thank you from uh, Cinefinity and Beyond who asked, what do you and Dennis want to see as the way or reason the Emperor is able to come back? Do you think Snoke was a conduit a la Voldemort? Now, I've seen this theory a little bit that – it's like with uh, the original Harry Potter where uh, Professor Quill had Voldemort in the head. Basically, mm-hmm. Voldemort was kind of possessing people. And some people have been saying this could be a theory that the Emperor is actually possessing people and Snoke was one of those people. What say you, Dennis? Um, I don't know if I want him to be connected to Snoke in that way. Mm-hmm. But I do like the idea of somehow reviving himself in a different manner. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much possessing people's bodies, but more like he he did have bodies available that he created for himself to go into. And remember, even the poster that we saw, which I, there was a weird like controversy because I guess uh, Palpatine was like the I, I guess it was from a picture of a, a, of a toy, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, I saw that too. Toy. Yeah. Anyways, um, we see that picture, and it's the same physicality as the Palpatine we know. So I don't know, you know, yeah. I don't think he's creating like younger versions of himself. Well, or, that would be Dark Empire, yeah, which yeah. that's personally, to answer the question, that's what I would want to mm-hmm. see. I would want to see them cherry pick from Dark Empire. There's clones of the Empire uh, Emperor and he jumps into these bodies. Now, another theory I had was that maybe Snoke was actually the Emperor and that Snoke, because mm-hmm. it was decrepit and it looked mm-hmm. so weird – is that he went by a different name, so didn't throw everybody off, but that that was the Emperor in there, and then Kylo Ren killed him, and then maybe has to jump in another body. Again, that is Legends material. Yeah. That sounds friggin' crazy on paper. It's all about execution. But I think Snoke, and I think the way the Emperor comes back, we've seen Force Ghosts. We've seen it. We've accepted it. It was all the way back Force Ghosts were in the original trilogy. What is the dark side version of that? Is it possession like mm-hmm. some people are theorizing is it haunting of a helmet mm-hmm. the death star and he's d- doing it that way that he's a disembodied voice but this last trailer you hear the emperor talk and he seems to be talking about ray and i'm wondering if the emperor is actually physically there i think he needs to be there yeah. i wonder if it's the last like the last act of the movie is like they get there and like the emperor's like there was my plan i'm back i don't know 
It all has to do with execution. There's one more here. One more, and we'll close it out here. The Star Wars Immortal. Ray is Palpatine's second creation, and Luke found out. He devised a plan with Ben Solo to find and kill him. Both movies are misdirects, and this whole time Kylo has been working with Luke. Holy shit. The Star Wars Immortal. That's a good one. Dennis, what are your thoughts on that? It's an interesting concept because, like we mentioned with Dark Immortal, remember Luke turns bad. He goes right. to the dark side, but it's all uh, undercover work. Right, right. And this would be a similar thing. I just don't know if Kylo Ren is would be that powerful enough to be able to withstand de- and also deceive Palpatine and Snoke. Yeah. So they couldn't tell that he was a good guy under because you have to go deep, deep, right? Deep enough to kill your father. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, he kills Han Solo. That's some deep, 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 <laughs> deep undercover. That's a Beverly Hills Cop 2 reference for those asking. Um, I think it it's a great theory, mm-hmm. but I think it, I, I think Kylo, though, fell to the dark side. I think something is going to happen here in this mm-hmm. movie that he will be redeemed. I think, he, I think it's in the Star Wars DNA that this Sith or this dark mm-hmm. side user might get redeemed either through Leia – Maybe it's through Ray. Maybe this dark clone has something to do with it. Maybe the Emperor. Th- that's what I like. I mean, I can speculate till the cows mm-hmm. come home, but I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how the Emperor can, can come back. I have Dark Empire. That's about it. Mm-hmm. And all the new canon material, I don't know. I don't know. Some people are doing a, kind of a similar theory to that, except for that it's Ray going deep, deep undercover and, and really being on the good side, but she's like, Pretending to be evil. But like yeah. I said, much like with Kylo, I don't know if she's that powerful enough she's to not, do that. And you that's, know? that's a lot of story yeah. to get into the last movie of the saga. Mm-hmm. It really, we, I think we have to, uh, to, to think that maybe we're not going so, so deep because a lot of these theories and ideas are going to require a lot of execution, a lot of story. Mm-hmm. And I think what makes sense is, hey, I'm the emperor. I've been cloning and working on mm-hmm. people. Here she is, double-sided lightsaber. We want, I always wanted you, Ray. Here I am. This is how I came back. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's how it is. And however he comes back, that's really going to be what's going to stick the landing for this movie, I think, and a lot of the fans out there because they're going to want to – I mean, look, you saw what happened with The Last Jedi. Yeah. When Star Wars takes chances – Sometimes it can either hit really well yeah. or hit really bad. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see. So that'll do it. That's Rule of Two, Episode 55. It's in the books. Thank you, everybody, who joined us here in the live chat, who called us, who sent in the super chats. Dennis Zen, thank you very much for joining me on this Rule of Two episode. Where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, at ThinkHero, and Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Yeah, happy to... Hop a more talk Star Wars, especially after a weekend like this. I know. We got so much good stuff. We didn't even touch on Obi-Wan, even though we don't really have that many details for it yet. Yeah, the Obi-Wan, we didn't really touch on that. It's because we've been talking about it for yeah. so long. And we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. I'm excited. Um, from what I understood, and, and some people have said that they were wondering, is it actually written? Yeah, it was yeah, written. Said, yeah. We have heard over and over and over again that they were they were going to make the movie. They had the movie script, mm-hmm. script ready, and then what I think happened was Solo happened. Mm-hmm. I think they pulled put, everything pull, back. Put the brakes on. Put the brakes on, and they remade it. They took it. They probably chopped it up into six mm-hmm. episodes, expanded it, added more into it. I think that's what happened, but believe me, I'm excited for Obi-Wan. How about you guys? Mark Fernandez will be back next week. We're going to go deep into Rule of Two and obviously Rise of Skywalker, Obi-Wan, Mandalorian. It's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. So thank you, everyone, for watching at home, for listening on the Jedi Council Podcast One feed. And remember to subscribe to Collider Videos. Every Monday you will see Rule of Two dropping at 5 p.m. PST, most times live. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Rise. Napa At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa Automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa Automotive battery and save $25. 
do it yourself, or have it done for you. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.